Welcome to An American's Guide to Bollywood, where today we're talking about Kathalum Kanandu Hogam, a rom-com about a woman who goes to Chennai for work and a small-time thug who becomes her unlikely friend. Hi, I'm Rose. I'm Hannah. And this is the fourth in our rom-com series with a Tamil language film based on a South Korean film. (laughs) That's funny. Oh, I can really see this as a South Korean film. Although I think culturally it fits really well, like the way they adapted it. It doesn't feel Korean when you're watching it. No, it doesn't at all. And the Korean movie was also remade in Hindi a few years before this. Oh, okay. That's interesting. They don't usually, I feel like they don't usually go that way, Hindi to other languages. But I think because it was a remake. Also, I don't think the Hindi one did very well. Hmm, okay. But this movie stars one of my favorite Tamil actors, Mm. Vijay Sethupathi, and also a very good actress, Madonna Sebastian. Yeah, she was good. I've never seen... I've never seen her in anything else, but I really like her in this part. And she plays a woman named Yazini who moves from small town somewhere in Tamil Nadu to the big city of Chennai to get work in IT. But the company she starts working for shuts down. Yes. And then she's struggling to find a job before her parents find out and she's forced to move back home. Yeah. Yes, her because her parents are kind of conservative. They're not super conservative because they ended up letting her go. But they didn't love that she was going um, to the point that to make them let her do it, she actually tried to run away. She was like, I'm eloping with just me. There's not a guy, but I'm going to Chennai for work. Yeah. And then they after a few to, months, you'll calm down and I'll come back with my money and then everything will be fine. Right. And they wanted her to get a job locally, to get married, to be live a traditional life. But she's going to go to the big city and work in IT. That's right. So the company shuts down and she's trying to find a new job. But in the meantime, she's forced to move into low-cost housing, which is where she meets Kathir, who is, I mean, he's like, he's a gangster in the sense that he works for a gangster but he's like the lowest level like honestly it feels like the only reason he's even in the gang is because he did prison time for somebody else's crime yeah and i don't really understand how that came about but you feel like he can't possibly have been very involved before that because of everything that happens afterwards yeah i think it was probably that he was really young and so it would have been less of an offense for him to take the prison time and he was too young to really be that involved yeah. Because he's not that old. He, it's not no. like he was in prison forever. No. And what he what he wants is to be a bar owner. And they keep saying, uh, in a little bit, well, we'll get back to you about it. And it's just nothing's happening. But the thing is, he's, like, so lazy that and oh, kind sure. of ineffectual that they don't think that he would even be a good bar owner. That's part of why they haven't done anything to make him a bar owner. Based on this whole movie, I don't think he would have been a good one either. He he kind of just wants them to set everything up for him. And right. he makes a lot of choices that don't pan out. No. He, I mean, the funny thing about this movie, of course, is that he's a gangster, but like he's not a very good gangster. So yeah. you see early on, he isn't able to 
get people to do what his boss wants them to do. And he's also not able to be very good security because we see him get beat up by four guys. I love that so much. I love that in this movie, he tries to do things and it it just doesn't work. It's it's a lot like how it would be for most people in real life if they tried yes. to do this. <laughs> it's so realistic. And he acts, he's really good at acting tough. Yeah, I know. So you can't really tell how it's going to go. You're like, I don't know. Maybe it's going to work out for him. Maybe he can beat up four guys who came into a bar and started complaining. And, yeah. And immediately it goes south. And it's very funny. Yeah. It really is watching. I mean, even the decisions he makes where it does finally work out, like in the end, the decisions he makes that the plan comes to fruition. It's still like the worst way to do it. Yeah. And he's, it's just, it really is like watching a real person make these decisions. It is. Because of that. So that, and then like some of the pacing and some of the music, I don't know. It almost felt like a European indie movie sometimes Mm -hmm. in a nice way. And then, I mean, it's obviously still felt very Indian, but it was just reminiscent of that. The music is really Western and, and I liked it. It was kind of... It was but good. it will get stuck in your head, which is tough. Yeah. Yeah. And he is such a good actor in he, this. He's a very good so actor. So one of the things I really like about rom-coms is, in a lot of ways, they are so dependent on the actor's abilities. Oh, my God. More so yes. than a lot of movies. Because people are willing to buy two people as a couple. Mm-hmm. And if something is super plot-driven, you know, you can get by with that. But a lot of rom-coms aren't that plot-driven. Or not plot-driven in a way that's interesting. It's not... They're um, not complicated. They're not keeping you guessing to the point where you'll be shocked at the end. Right, it's not the usual suspects. Yeah, because whichever way it goes, you knew that it could have happened. Right. So a lot of the time, they live and die by how well the actors are able to play the parts. Yes. And this movie is, I think, really successful because of how good the two main actors are. Yes, agreed. And they go great together. They did a good job of not being too unlikable, but also still having major flaws Yes, that are believable. I mean, so that's why they could have been unlikable easily, because the flaws aren't something that's outlandish and, like, very comedy-driven. It's stuff like... She's a little too, uh, like, she doesn't want to compromise on luxury. Mm-hmm. And she thinks she should live in a really nice place, even though she doesn't have any money. And she didn't want to pay the moving guys 100 extra rupees to move her stuff up to, like, the second floor. Right. Instead of the first floor. Yeah. And he won't help her move her stuff, even though he's got nothing better to do. <laughs> Exactly. And he takes her umbrella. Oh my gosh, world's best umbrella, by the way. Oh, that's a that's I was a really sad. Umbrella. Yeah, I was really sad she left it so early in the movie because I, I was like that umbrella should be one of the leads of the film. Agreed. But they they were both just so natural seeming and they did do a good job of making the characters likable. Yeah, I also liked her dad. Yeah, he was good. Uh, yeah, I, her mom really almost said nothing and did nothing the entire movie, so I can't really say that for her. But the dad struck a really good balance of, like, I don't want my daughter to do this, and I'm I'm fighting it, but also still being likable and right. still not too uptight. Torn between his traditional values and loving his daughter and wanting to support her in what she does. Yeah. And I do love that he, he threw up 
roadblocks as needed by the plot, but Mm -hmm. like not unreasonably so. These were all within the bounds of what a loving father would do. A loving father who's like concerned about the welfare of his daughter. Exactly. And yeah, she, she did get herself into trouble sometimes by not being honest. Um, That was definitely one of her weaknesses. And he was just, he was just really lazy. (laughs) And selfish. Yeah, he was not in a harmful way, but kicking around the city doing nothing. Right, and And then he would like be resentful when they were like put up these flyers. He's like, "Oh, it's beneath me." It's like, what else are you doing? Yeah, exactly. He wanted real work, but then he didn't actually want to do any work. Right, he wasn't able to do the work he was given, and he didn't put any effort into being better at the work. Not that I would want him to be better at it. Sure. Yeah, and the work that he wanted was work that he probably wouldn't have been good at. Yeah. Which, you know what, that's a problem quite a few people have. Right. <laughs> but both of them were good-hearted in general, you could yeah. see. There is not a lot of singing and dancing in this, although weirdly there is, like, one dance number. Yeah. Just, like, when he's super happy because he thinks they're, like, going out now. Yeah, Exactly. Which was just so funny to watch because I was like, oh, no, we haven't had any musical numbers up to this point. But he's so happy, I guess. We just got to put one in for that. Yeah. And it would this would probably be like PG-13 because there's a little bit of violence and there's a little bit of like talk about unsavory things, but nothing that's very intense. Exactly. And probably I think it's probably also a beginner movie because it is a rom-com. It's really easy to relate to. There's some stuff that happens that's maybe a little cultural, but not so much that you can't understand it as an outsider. Yeah, there is some cultural stuff. Uh, If you haven't seen any Indian movies before, it's probably going to be confusing when the dad thinks that they're dating and is like, what's your birthday? What's your birth time? Like, he's immediately on the phone to a horoscopist. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I'm like, she said they're dating, not that they're going to get married. But it's always like... The assumption always is, well, we need to see what the assu- the horoscope says, because exactly. maybe you guys shouldn't be dating. Who knows? Right. The weirdest cultural thing, though, in it is the when he was eating that banana and he was dipping it into Coke. Oh, I couldn't handle it. But then immediately afterwards, we saw a movie where someone was doing the same thing. Yeah. What is with this? Just eat your banana and drink your Coke separately. In fact, I wouldn't even have those two things together. It is... Very Isn't strange. That a weird flavor profile to be yeah. like, hmm, you got your Coke on my banana. <laughs> you got your banana on my Coke. I was so confused. It was just like a few seconds of the movie, but I thought about it for a long time. Well, you know, that's the most insidious part. It proves how mundane it is. <laughs> just, to, oh, also, can I just say, Maybe just have one cigarette and alcohol warning if you're going to have a character who is nonstop smoking and constant drinking in the movie. I do find that irritating. And some Indian movies won't have the warnings always on the side. I don't know if that's like different distribution deals will take them out for Western audiences because they're not required in our movies. But there is a point, especially early on, I was, I'm able now to ignore it more, but early on I was like, can we just not have characters drink and smoke? Can we just assume that they're hardcore gangsters without those constant warnings on the side? I mean, it really did, like, usually it doesn't take me out of the movie as much. I feel like this one was especially noticeable somehow, the little notice, and 
It was just constant. I swear it must have come up like 15 times. Because he's always smoking. He's constantly smoking. And then they're drinking at one point. Other people are drinking. There's scenes in a bar. I feel like surely at this point, Indians know that smoking and drinking is bad for their health. I don't think so. (laughs) I keep seeing in their films that they're constantly doing this stuff. I think they need maybe... You know what? They should try double warnings. Well, like, yeah, just one big warning across like the entire screen. Like it flashes across the screen the whole time it's on. Well, normally, one nice thing is that this movie, at least in the version I watched, didn't have a horrific anti-smoking ad at the beginning where they show, like, what jaw cancer looks like and stuff. Seriously. Yeah, that is nice. Um, they didn't have that. They did have a, like, 30-second scene without subtitles for some reason. Yeah. But there were it a few was other not points. an important scene. But there were a few other points where they just didn't translate mm-hmm. stuff. This is, happens in movies sometimes. And I'm like, did you guys just forget? <laughs> or did you just decide this scene wasn't important and thought, well, if we have time, we'll circle back around. But sometimes it's just like one line in a scene. And I'm like, it's very weird. What's going on? I object to this. So that's all for non-spoilers. We'll do spoilers after the interval. So one of the funny things about this movie, actually, is that it is a rom-com, like everywhere listed as a rom-com, but there's no confirmation that they get together in the end. No, there really isn't. Um, I thought that was so interesting, but I kind of liked it because they definitely left it open for that. And I, you know, when you see them at the end, you're like, this is when they could actually get together. They're in places now in their lives. They have things figured out about themselves. That they could actually get together now. Right. He's now gone straight. Mm-hmm. I mean, she's working at a gas station and she's like the lead, the youngest project manager at her company, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, like, he's now in a place where he can get his life together, even just working at a gas station. Exactly. And they've already seen each other at the lowest points in their lives. Yeah. So they already know how they'll act and whether they'll love each other during those difficult moments. And he sacrificed for her in a way that he's never really sacrificed for anyone else. Yeah. By going against his gangster boss Mm -hmm. to stall the job interview. Yeah. I mean, he is so lucky he didn't get arrested. Oh my gosh. All, all it takes is threatening one guy with a chair and they're quiet as mice for an hour. I know they're really stymied by that. Yeah. And she saw him when he was a low-level gangster, and she was still friends with him. She wasn't super into it, but I think she she also didn't have anybody else. And so then, by hanging out with him, she sees, well, he's actually a good guy. Right. He's a normal guy, just like me. hmm And it's obvious that they do like each other, and they get along. And, I mean, he goes to visit her parents, posing as... Like, a successful boyfriend. I know. Which, oh my gosh. I'm a computer. <laughs> I think it would be a hard sell on her family if they did get together, considering... He beat a bunch of people up in front of them. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, this is really bad. But I think if he was honest, like, if they were just honest about it and were like, well, he got his life together. And- yeah. 
Yeah, he's actually been to prison and he's in a gang. I think most Indian families would be like, that's fine. (laughs) Well, that father is willing to be convinced by her. It's true. And at this point, they might just be so happy that she has a good job that... Because also, just because he's working at a gas station doesn't mean he'll be working at that gas station his whole life. If he really does want to be a bar owner, which he was talking about his goals, like, my grandfather worked for other people, my father worked for other people, I want to be the boss. Yeah. And so if he really does have those goals still, then... You can do that. Right. make it happen. Yeah, he just has to work his way toward it instead of being given it. Yeah. And on the other hand, you can also imagine that this was just a brief time in their lives, and they'll keep in touch without getting together it's really left completely open because all it ends with is them seeing each other for the first time in two years and smiling at each other yeah they might they might be like oh wow and then catch up and then be like all right see ya yeah i'm rooting for them of course yes because vj and madonna were great together (laughs) that's right but yeah he was good I, i can see looking out for him in other movies yeah, he's really good. Anything I've seen him in, even, like, really different parts, he's just really good in them. Nice. And I, I should check out some of her movies, because she was really good, too. Yeah, she was. I just don't see as many Tamil movies as some of the other South Indian languages. I feel like I tend to watch a lot more Malayalam. Malayalam is, is, yeah, those are, I, yeah, I feel like those are out there more. They get more press or something, I don't know. Yeah, well, and Telugu, of course, has S.S. Rajamuli. Right. And Malayalam, I think... The Malayalam movies tend to appeal more toward Western audiences. They tend to be more like indie Western style movies. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to watch a romantic comedy. It's true. (laughs) What do you want from us? Anyway, and this one does have the good message of that you need to get things on your own merits. Because she tried some shortcuts and they resulted disastrously. Yes. But at the same time... People were also not judging her on her own merits. They were judging her on the name of the college that she went to. hmm Where she seemed to be more qualified than some of the people that went to better colleges. Yeah. And he was trying the shortcut of being handed bar licenses and whatnot. Yeah. And they both, you know, part of what they, part of it wasn't even like their own merits. It was just waiting and being okay with not getting it immediately. Yeah. And I think there is always that temptation of, like, if you're not moving forward. Mm-hmm. It feels like you're moving backwards into nothing forever. But Right. You know, that's almost never the case. But, I mean, that job interview she got where they were, like, making her sing and oh. dance. You know, it's like, at what point do you just say, like, no, I'm not doing that? Because you're not getting that job. And if you got that job, would you, you really want it? Right. You, that's a red flag for you. Interviews work both ways. Now you know that you don't want to work there. I know. Nightmare company. You felt so bad for her in that oh, scene. Oh, I know. Especially when she's leaving and they're like, oh, man, imagine you wanted to leave early today. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And Before we could exploit a young girl and crush her innocence. Right. And he was almost content to wait on the promise that something would be given to him rather than as long as he didn't have to do anything. Yeah. And it was really her entrance into his life where he started actually being galvanized into doing things. It was mostly to avenge her honor, I felt like. Yes. And to avenge his own honor. When he went, oh my gosh, when he went to go beat those guys up and he was like, let's wait till they're tired. I know. Oh, hilarious. Yeah. But at the end of the day, what did that prove? It proved nothing. It not, you know, nothing. It didn't get him anything. 
Yeah, if anything, it got him put in a position where he wound up almost dying. Yeah. Because they were like, oh, great. You can do this kind of thing. Right. But should you? But <laughs> should you? No is the answer. I hope it's not the answer. Yeah. Well, even in the movie, I think that was the answer. Well, yeah, it was not the answer. You don't want to turn into that corrupt cop. Don't be a Moda. Mm-hmm. Is that his name? Sure. I don't remember his name. Don't don't be a Moda. Yeah. So our next movie, we're going back to Bollywood. Woo! For Dumlaga Ki Haisha. Haisha? Sure. We'll say that. It is about a thin man, uneducated man, relatively, who doesn't really want to get married, but his parents force him into a marriage with an overweight woman. Gasp! Is this a horror film? (laughs) And it's just a super good movie. I mean, like, it's got the little bit of, like, social commentary, but, like, it's just such a good movie, and the actors in it are so good. I've been wanting to see this, and I do really like the actor who is in this. Yeah. And the actress is really sweet. So it's a great movie, and it, and it covers kind of an unusual topic in Indian, I mean, in rom-coms in general, but specifically mm-hmm. in Indian rom-coms, but not in, like, an obnoxious way. Yeah. Where they sometimes are... I'm like, <laughs> we get it! <laughs> Fat yeah. people deserve love too. <laughs> yeah, no, this is this is um, much better done, more subtly Don't done. Don't worry, this isn't the Padman of fatness. <laughs> so that is available to watch on Amazon Prime. We'll see you next time on An American's Guide to Bollywood. <laughs> For more of An American's Guide to Bollywood, go to guidetobollywood.com. To contact us, write us at moreismorepodcast at gmail.com.